How many ears does Captain Kirk have? Oh, did he stop it? No, he didn't stop it. Oh, right on. A left ear, a right ear, and a final front ear. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> the best joke I've ever heard. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Audible is giving the listeners of this podcast a free audiobook and 30-day free trial if you sign up through audibletrial.com slash fsproductions. I personally love audiobooks and use Audible all the time. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, you're sure to find something you like. Make sure to sign up through audibletrial.com slash fsproductions so they know we sent you. Today's podcast is also sponsored by Amazon. If you do any shopping on Amazon, please use the Amazon link on fsproductions.ca. It won't cost you anything extra, but Amazon will give us a percentage of the money you were going to spend anyway. While you're there, check out the online store. You can buy t-shirts and stickers, and that also helps to support the show. If you would like to donate to the show, visit my Patreon page, www.patreon.com slash froggystyle. That's frog, the letter E, underscore style. Every dollar helps me provide you with higher quality content. Thanks, and enjoy the show. This is Groove Talk with Froggy Style. <laughs> okay, uh, so welcome to another episode of Groove Talk. Uh, on this episode, I'm joined by All Hands on Jane. Hi. Ahoy. Hello. Hello. Cool. <laughs> this is a... Uh, this is kind of a big episode. This is episode 10 of the podcast. So, awesome. Oh, yeah. Nice round number. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, first time I've had a full band on, so thank awesome. you for coming. <laughs> Usually it's one or two. almost wasn't a full band. <laughs> <laughs> it's hairy out there. We made it. <laughs> um, so... Did you are, you... are you guys friends who formed a band, or are you... A band of friends. Does that make sense? <laughs> Did you become yeah. a band and then became friends after? I think it's a combination of both. Are you even friends? Yeah. Are you guys even friends? Yeah. <laughs> we actually hate each other. <laughs> Two policy on swearing. Well, yeah, no, I, I met Tess through somebody else. And it was through her that I met Caitlin. They went to high school together. And then we found Tammy in the forest somewhere. I don't know. Um, I think it well, was technically Tinder. <laughs> I actually think he might be right. It was actually a Christian chat room. I knew Caitlin before, and she had, and I'd always known about All Hands on Jane. So it's almost a year. It's a year next month. Um, and Caitlin messaged me, and she says, "Hey, come on, Ishan." And I was so stoked. And now here we are, almost a year later. Um, so yes, we are friends. That's how we <laughs> that's, that's how we jam three times a week and cram into a smelly car together, and just it's it's awesome. Like I can't imagine being in a band with people that you don't want to hang out with at least a little bit outside of the band. <laughs> I can see that maybe being a problem. <laughs> it makes the drive to Vancouver a lot easier. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Just put up yes. the back partition. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> 
<laughs> After this last drive, though, I was a little hairy at the end of this trip. <laughs> so I gave your album a listen, and um, I was actually very surprised when I did listen to it, because uh, I was expecting kind of, I don't know, there's a lot of, like, indie rock, do you know what I mean? There's that kind of, like, certain sound that they play on X-929 all the time, but when I listen to you guys... It was really like grungy and like classic rock. I really dug it. Like it was really really cool. Um, so my question is, do you kind of aim for stuff like that, or does it kind of just happen organically? That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I don't know. We've just always kind of written in that vein. Like I don't have a lot of. This is really my first big band and the first band that I wrote songs to to play with and or to play with somebody else rather I guess and it just is always what came out like and then I found people that were like cool to also play it <laughs> that was pretty cool but yeah it's just it's just what happens like and then getting everybody else on there like Caitlin on the keyboard and Tammy on the bass and Tess on the drums and all the things it just makes it it makes it that much more like it takes a dirty song that I wrote on the acoustic and it just makes it everything that it is on the album like I'm just so rad <laughs> cool um, so when you guys are writing music, is it usually like one person coming up with ideas and then kind of seeing what everybody else thinks or do you just kind of... so far, like, yeah. um, but now that we have everybody together and we're going to spend a lot of time this year working on new stuff, we want to get more in just like an in the moment kind of writing atmosphere where it's more like everybody just builds it from the ground up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot of the songs that we have that we haven't actually explored yet are songs that we wrote together just yeah. jamming having a good time mm -hmm. tons of tunes that we need to explore but we haven't actually put them together yet for a live show so that'll be the next year is doing a lot of writing I think yeah. in that well and this last year was just it was so crazy like we had uh, some incredible shows it was really great but we were go 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 so this year big priority for the first few months is really just being able to take a step back mm -hmm. not living show to show but being able to give our best and part of that is like giving our Saturdays to actually have some creative space so yeah. work nights you show up yeah. you've got to pound through a set you've got to you know might have time for a little bit of writing but this next couple months is really just focusing on um, <laughs> on that creative piece and getting in that creative space together. New shit Saturdays. Yeah. It's going to be a hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a cutie. She looks like a little tiny. <laughs> um, so what kind of like musical influences do you guys draw from? If any. I think it depends on the <laughs> instrument. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. what has inspired you on your instrument? Maybe. I came from a pretty heavy bluesy jazzy background just okay. people who kind of trained me um, and then I went into reggae so it was kind of really weird background um, and folk and that indie rock yeah so that's kind of where I came from so joining it took me a little wow. while to find my feet because it's just so uh, it's so big and heavy so mine's a fairly bluesy background okay. yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, and in high school I was in like jazz band, concert band, but my personal influences are very, um, very like classic rock, lots of Zeppelin, lots of Sabbath, that's, yeah, that's me. I listen to a wide variety of things, but that's my main, my main stuff. <laughs> uh, metal for me, for sure. Um, when I was in high school I was super into Pantera, Soulfly, Sepultura, just like, just like, well, like kind of the... 
I don't know, just sort of that that feeling. I was really into Marilyn Manson for a while. <laughs> um, so hardcore. Was <laughs> <laughs> super pale, little tiny goth person. Um, but yeah, always that kind of that harder, just like a bit of a harder feel. And um, then I actually met like I had like my first serious boyfriend and he was this drummer and we did mushrooms together and <laughs> it, it changed my musical life <laughs> like, <laughs> we were like you know listening to to the doors most especially a little CCR like stuff that just blew the doors off my life and and then now it's just kind of been like a mix of that for me anyway <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Uh, on like keys, I did a little bit of classical piano for a few years, so <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how to incorporate that into rock and roll. <laughs> but yeah, no, my my music taste is '90s pop rock grunge. Like if it's from the '90s, it's on my playlist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next to Caitlin and our last road trip together, my Spotify accounts th- account thinks I love Courtney Love. <laughs> <laughs> We also did tweet at her. (laughs) It's actually, it's very surprising how many people I've had on this podcast that come from kind of like a metal background. Um, Like, I've only had one guy who still plays in a metal band on the podcast, but like everybody, you still listen to metal. From like hip hop artists to electronic, like every, like I used to listen to metal. I still, yeah, but it's, I don't know. I don't know what it is about metal and like it I just guess, moves you, man. Yeah, you're like... angsty as well when you're a teenager. <laughs> My very first band was the Church Band. Very diverse background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes the unique sound of Jane. That's cool. <laughs> um. So you guys are playing the Big Winter Classic. Oh, yeah. You're obviously excited for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> real stoked. Oh, yeah. We found out on Sunday that we get to be on the bill with the Pack 80. Oh, cool. It's super fangirl for me. I've been listening to them like for years before I moved to Calgary, and before I ever even thought of being in a band or had the balls to play in front of anybody, like nothing like that. I'd listen to them, and I'm like, these guys are fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and now we get to play the show for them, mm-hmm. you know, right before they start, and it's amazing for me personally, standing to talk over you guys I'm just really excited <laughs> yeah. no, I think you speak for all of us with the excitement level there I mean and we really got to see them like really rise up the ranks in, in music I mean yeah. they not to mention Spotify again but they're now almost regularly on one of my Spotify playlists yeah. and it's pretty cool to yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and there's some other really good bands playing that night too yeah. uh, we're yeah. playing with the Wisers um, Port Juvie the Cut Losses it's gonna be it's gonna be nuts. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. We won't let you down, Calgary. <laughs> so, did you guys just kind of like uh, apply for that, or yeah, did somebody approach you? Or no, you've you've got to apply for stuff like that usually, right? You know, yeah. send your send your stuff in. Yeah. 
Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we play Saturday the 21st, I believe, and that's yeah. uh, at Dickens. And there's going to be a big kitty stage or something of that effect. Yeah, they're doing all so. these um, artistic backdrops for all the stage. And there's the, the big kitty stage. Yeah. So that's that's where we'll be. Metal kitty. <laughs> 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 So is there a lot of, uh, I don't know, kind of businessy stuff that goes into <laughs> playing a festival? It's funny you should ask. <laughs> Just business in general, that whole piece uh, is super important yeah. like, <laughs> I know it's really easy to just um, you be, you're in a band you're passionate about it booking shows you're having fun but uh, I think we step back every once in a while and it's still fun but we we do our little business meetings yeah. we talk about what we want to see in the next couple months where we want to focus and I think that's helped keep us all because we're like we're four very different people um, we're all for science Mm -hmm. um, and it just keeps us kind of aligned with what we're doing. And so, yeah, so the, the festivals, we're looking at what festivals are coming up, what we're booking, what's on our website. Like, we're always keeping an eye on that. Yeah. yeah. It's been invaluable, really. Like, we didn't really, like, we'd have the occasional band meeting, but uh, when Tammy joined, she's got super professional HR background, and she's, um, you know, like, why don't we do a monthly business meeting at the, at the boardroom at her work? And just, like making the time to do that I think is so important in a band like it's she's right it's easy to have fun and just jam and that's rad but you you have to plan your you have to plan your shit out and there's like labor distribution right it's like oh this person's good at this 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 and this you know you check it all off so that it's all getting done and not one person's doing everything everyone is contributing to what their strengths are awesome yeah I was actually going to ask, do you, like, delegate <laughs> specific things to specific people? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah like, I don't, I don't know the internet too well. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> I just picture you in your tinfoil hat. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I forgot it at home. <laughs> but, yeah, everybody's got their strengths for sure. And being able to discuss what they are and giving everybody something that they're stoked to do that they're comfortable with is what's helped us advance and get through last year finish the album keep on track mm -hmm. do all the little nitpicky stuff that comes with putting something out that you don't really think of right so yeah, yeah. well I think it's really helped us all grow together closer because again this this lineup's only been for the last not even a year and being able to really focus in on that has like we talk about our differences we talk about like the conflict that we've got going on and, and we have this thing called tequila time it's amazing <laughs> the, the HR professional in me really loves it um, but it's just we share in, in things that we want to see happen and things that we're really excited about so and then we do a shot yep. of tequila <laughs> yep. it's glorious yeah. I think I probably need a tequila time <laughs> actually just like put the band aside once in a while and like just hang out hang out yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
That's important too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. What's your cat's name? Uh, Chester. Chester. Yeah. Your cat's name is awesome. <laughs> Chester and Rascal. Come here, bud. <laughs> That's so cute. Pretty good. Yeah, they're they're definitely my animals. They're very similar in their mannerisms. <laughs> <laughs> they're both very needy. <laughs> I had them both over here just doing the pets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like studio cat and dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, featured in many of the podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> we had one studio cat story where we're working, was it on Katie City? Yeah, it was. <laughs> and um, so we're recording Katie City and all of a sudden the entire board and everything just sh- like shut down. We were freaking out. We couldn't figure out what was going on. I think we went out for a smoke break, beer break, and um, it turns out that Cat Benatar, Kaylin's cat, has what was walking behind the console and stepped on a power bar and <laughs> shut the entire recording system down. The whole session. <laughs> <laughs> now you're done now. <laughs> Repeat a little. It was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> A similar thing happened with my cat. <laughs> He's actually usually not allowed out while doing podcasts because of that reason. But about like half an hour in, and he stepped on my laptop and just like erased everything. Oh. <laughs> so, do you want to do that again? Yeah. <laughs> the hazards of studio animals, I guess. <laughs> it's kind of worth it. Yeah. 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 So, uh, Touring, um, what's that like? It seems really neat to me. <laughs> Honestly, by your face, it seems like it's a lot of fun as well. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not easy, yeah. but it's really fun. Yeah, I think yeah. us as a band, we haven't done anything too large of a tour. It's been like maybe two, two and a half weeks tops. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With silly so, boys. Yeah. That, that was, was fun. good, though. It's <laughs> <laughs> not long enough to get sick of each other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, speak for yourself. <laughs> no. <laughs> on our first tour, um, our friends in class action had a converted handy bus. <laughs> so it was still looked like a handy bus on the outside, but they ripped the seats out, and there's like two beds and some. Um, some little spaces for all your gear and shit and like it was the way to travel <laughs> like, it was, nobody yeah. hassled you no check stops just off you go you're in a handy bus it's fine <laughs> yeah we had, it was decked out inside like we had the there was couches and then there was like a table we could play cards while we were driving it was yeah that was that was the good time <laughs> even with the smelly boys of the robot workers yeah. <laughs> we had the projector up on the outside of the van playing bomber man <laughs> yeah. well and caitlin's got this dream van where there's like this huge like loungy oh, bed yeah. couch in the back and <laughs> next summer yeah, yeah. Rob will have to let us take it <laughs> <laughs> Solid Brown is the best band ever <laughs> Solid Brown but yeah it's fun lots of party you eat like shit and uh, you spend a lot of time waiting for your set to start <laughs> <laughs> coming home after tour is always super surreal it's like it, I, I love it and hate it because it's like you're in this almost like fantasy land where you just get to play and drink and I was gonna say drink and drive, but like <laughs> you just like you get to you get to have fun, like just ultimate fun, no strings attached. You're hitting up different cities, and then that first like 
hour when you're home, it's like, what do I do now? What do I? And it's just this really cool feeling. Also kind of crappy. I think the shower is glorious, oh and then after that, it's back to reality. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with the collective hangover of all the alcohol leaving your body. Um, do you guys like mind me asking if like did you make any money off the tour? Did you break even? Did it pay for the tour? Just curious. Oh, for the one with the, the one with robot, robot workers. Yeah, we came we back. We came back with cash, yeah. yeah. But we also put everything into the band fund. So yeah. whenever we get paid from a show, and like usually we, you know, I don't think we've really gone out of pocket for anything. No, mm. just we decided to go to Vancouver for one show once <laughs> yeah. and then we drove back so that, that one, might have been even yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that one wasn't too lucrative but yeah. well, shows like that like we can't build a draw in Vancouver as easily we can in Calgary so yeah. you know it's like, a, like with a business piece you'll take a hit just yeah. so you can build your your brand out there yeah, yeah for sure but yeah generally we've been pretty lucky well, it's what's helped fuel the album, and yeah. it's what pays for gas. And, yeah, that's yeah. it. Like, we didn't go out of pocket at all for the album. Um, yeah. We paid it off, and we're able to still leave with a little bit to put towards the next project, uh, which is all you can hope for, right? So, but we had a lot of good support at the release. Um, yeah. It's like, like <laughs> I kept saying this, but it's like you throw a house party, and you like plan, and you do all this like stuff, and you like make punch, and you put up the streamers and shit, and then you're like ready, and you're worried that nobody's gonna show up, <laughs> and this is gonna be you <laughs> drinking the punch and getting shit house by yourself. <laughs> Thankfully, that didn't happen. <laughs> People came, and it was like one of the best nights of my life. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at all of my texts from December 2nd, which is when our release was, from like 7.50 to 8.50, and I was freaking out. Like, we gotta cancel. Like, it's not gonna happen. Like, the show's a bug. It's done. <laughs> yeah. Is it uh, just kind of like pre-show jitters, or just, yeah? Do you guys still get that a lot, or? Yeah, yeah. I do. <laughs> I think it's, it's almost hit and miss. Um, I feel like the... Yeah, it sometimes it's not there, and we're so stoked and we hop on, and sometimes the jitters are strong. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the jitters are strong. <laughs> well, I always do, and I just hide it well. <laughs> you just drink my <laughs> Still, like after all the shows we play, but I think it's you're right, Tammy. It kind of depends on the show a little bit. Like if there's somebody that you really admire is mm -hmm. playing, or you know mm -hmm. anything like that, you're kind of like, all right, I gotta bring my a game and only have three beer before we play. This is going to be great. <laughs> but yeah, definitely still get a little jitters. Mm -hmm. The old nervous pee. That's a real thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've actually had to stop a show mid-set to run to the bathroom. <laughs> you stop well. or do they just play on? Like, do they just play you out and just keep playing? <laughs> they were jamming, making jokes. Someone was wearing a funny hat, so they brought him on stage or something. <laughs> I'm a king, so. <laughs> yeah. Struggle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it. Like, even just before doing podcasts, I get nervous a little bit. Like, again, also, 
depends who's coming on and mm-hmm. like if it's a friend obviously it's not a big deal yeah. but I was nervous before this just so you guys know <laughs> <laughs> I was too a little bit though yeah. <laughs> we tend to giggle away the jitters yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's actually surprising how many people have like come on and been like you know I was really nervous first like when we first started but then once we got going and, you know it's just kind of everybody kind of lets go a little bit but mm-hmm. how do you find like the Calgary community like music community in general, like supportive wise, and fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> we've had nothing but so much support and love from the city. Like it's oh, been yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, yeah. as far as other musicians, they everybody seems to everyone seems to understand that there's enough to go around, yeah. and it's better to just support each other. Um, you know, like there's just there's enough room for everybody to live their dreams. And for the most part, people are happy to see other people doing that. And that's really all you can ask for. Mm-hmm. I think we share yeah. in the successes, like something like big coming up. Like it's a, it's a cool to see Calgary starting to put more stock in, in festivals like that. We've got yeah. sled, we've got big, there's a couple other throughout the year. And it's, yeah. it, it's cool to see. And I think we share in the successes of that with the other bands on the bill, the bands that are coming out to support. Um, have you guys like been to something like rocking for dollars and all or yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you yeah yeah it's fucking yeah, awesome isn't it yeah. <laughs> you play rocking for dollars yeah with uh otter otter oh yeah that's awesome yeah. good for yeah, you man the music while he was rapping and stuff it yeah. was a blast like he was just at the standing rock fundraiser last weekend yeah. right yeah yeah. yeah yeah that's awesome yeah it's a shitload of fun my birthday's actually on the 25th and we're gonna go out and uh and do it, do a little set there. So oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, if you're in the neighborhood, it's gonna be greasy. It's <laughs> <laughs> like definitely a place where you can go, and you, that's where you see bands like literally just there to support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People making music. It's a great thing to like yeah. see in Calgary. It's invaluable. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And I find myself talking about it all the time <laughs> again, yeah. but yeah. I'm well, not sponsored by them, I swear. <laughs> it's cool to we see are. that. <laughs> it's cool to see that money put back into the artist community, into yeah. the into the musician community. Like, yeah. But I don't know that there's anywhere else. Like, come play. Have fun. Let's have a few beers and... A little backline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that too. Right? <laughs> don't have to load anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, it's amazing. Are you going to play again, do you think? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I haven't really been doing too much music stuff lately, okay. so I've been kind of focusing on the podcast a little bit. Let us know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't really have a like a thing going on right now. I just kind of make music by myself. So. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> to incorporate yeah. that into something live, though? I don't know. <laughs> Let us know. We'll come pour tequila in your face. Sweet. <laughs> just not even kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. This might be kind of a strange question, but <laughs> do you almost, would you guys consider yourselves role models, maybe, for, like, <laughs> for Andrew WK? <laughs> okay. This is how I learned to party. <laughs> um, to who? <laughs> I guess, like, you are an all-girl band, but, like, maybe just to even younger women, or... Women and dudes, I think. Yeah, like, like I, I, I think anybody can look at anybody who's pursuing their dreams and use it to inspire them to do it yes, for themselves. I totally agree. So definitely, women, dudes, anybody who um, likes 
what we're doing and they're like you know what I play guitar if these assholes can do it I can a million percent do it so yeah maybe not a role model but just a little bit of like a, I guess maybe a role model isn't the best word but maybe like inspiration there we go maybe a little bit of better word we like to ensure we're only inspiring 18 plus <laughs> <laughs> all jokes aside if a kid was super like we actually had a message on our band uh, email not on our band uh, Facebook um, of um, all ages attendee who wanted to come out to a show and I think for me it really showed like there's a there is a hunger for this what we're doing in the all ages community and there's um, oh, major minor yeah. right Major Minor is a really cool organization in Calgary that's helping promote that rock and roll for the all ages community and really giving them a cool, healthy place to go and explore rock and roll. And like we will hopefully be able to uh, participate in one in the next couple months here. But like there's axe throwing coming up, there was punk rock bowling, and like I think the the Calgary community, Calgary community, the music scene, we support each other, and then we've also got a passion to keep bringing that music up as it keeps going. Mm -hmm. Us, we're, we just want to make sure we don't influence in the wrong direction. <laughs> 18 plus. <laughs> I'm kidding. We're nice. We actually all have day jobs that are fairly reason reasonable, but we we do this for fun yeah. and not to not to show anybody how how you should particularly choose to conduct yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well put. <laughs> it's a good attitude to have about it though. Like I feel like you should be doing stuff like this for fun. Like anything creative. If you're not having fun while you're doing it, then like what's the point? You yeah. Know? <laughs> then it just becomes like work again. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. That's your job and Cool. <laughs> Iron my clothes before I go play a show. <laughs> I don't even wash my clothes before I play a show. <laughs> um, I've heard it before, but um, artists kind of seem to feel like there's a lack of all ages venues in Calgary right now. Like a lot of, and I, I guess I do see it. You don't see all ages mm -hmm. shows yeah. here yeah. in Calgary that much like anymore. Growing up. Yeah. Um, they had the auxiliary and the multi and mm -hmm. carpenters like the new black too for a season yeah. there yeah so there there definitely was a lot more geared towards it i think but it is difficult i mean you want to pay the bands but you also need to pay for the space you can't sell alcohol which is a big thing for mm -hmm. money so yeah it, i can definitely see why it's hard to maintain but Mm -hmm. I don't know, uh, Graham over at Major Minor is getting really creative, so yeah. it's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, that is cool. Um, do, do you mind kind of elaborating on what Major Minor is a little bit? Or if... uh, he's just the one that's been running the All Ages shows, so they had one at a bowling alley in December, and then this year, this year, this month, they're having a Halloween in January, February, they're doing it at Battle, the axe throwing place, I think. Mm -hmm. So yeah. We've Just been approached it for a few, and, yeah. and unfortunately hasn't worked out, so, yeah. But it's, like I said, like a, a really good spot for kids to go where it's not going to be, you know, we're not, they're, they're not being promoted drinking, underage drinking, or drugs. It's, like I said, like a really safe place for them to just go explore rock and roll. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
It's a good thing. Obviously. And like some of us got a little bit carried away when we were at all ages shows growing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Caitlin and I went to a lot of punk shows when we were yeah. teenagers, so <laughs> every weekend we're at least one show. Yeah, yeah there was a lot more than I, I feel. Yeah. yeah. At least it's coming up again. That's nice to see. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like I don't know if I'm just like out of the loop, but like I remember going to shows like in the rent, like the back room of a museum and stuff, like random hardcore shows that were all ages yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff. And I don't know, you just don't really. Maybe it's happening, or just like. Too yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know cool. Like, we're not yeah. the cool people. Yeah. <laughs> we just realized that we are no longer cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that girl in Vancouver who. She was in Beatroot this month, and I think in Vice. And she, like, throws shows in abandoned houses and, like, random places, because huh. same thing. It's just, where do you throw an all to show where people can still get paid? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it's uh, difficult, I guess. Mm-hmm. Again, like you said, you can't sell alcohol, or if you are selling alcohol, it's hard to do so, and that's mm-hmm. where you make a lot of your money, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah at least if it's licensed in all ages, then that's, like, the venue's responsibility I guess but yeah community halls were a big thing growing up for us too and I couldn't sell alcohol there <laughs> <laughs> but yeah excited to see what happens with major minor in the next year yeah. as they start doing more shows yeah cool punk rock bowling was really fun yeah we went <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we were at the Christmas party yeah my work Christmas party what you were at Josh's oh uh, yeah that's right yeah. Yeah. I still have a bruised knee a month later. It was good later. night. What's <laughs> 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 A lot of fun. <laughs> I, I heard about, because uh, I'm pretty sure Ghost Factory played. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it when he was on the podcast. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I got wild. <laughs> like by the time we got there there were no more kids left it's <laughs> <laughs> a good time to show up <laughs> you actually said it was kind of slightly strange playing for children because mm-hmm. of just the content of his music and yeah. stuff and, and, which yeah, was I... kind of funny it's another thing you have to think about I guess they can find worse things on the internet yeah. <laughs> I feel like kids today are almost like completely jaded do you know what I mean yeah. like they've seen it already because they have had access to the internet their entire lives like <laughs> well I think I'd rather see a young kid listen to like a CD rock and roll band in a you know a dark punk rock bowling venue than most of the top 40s for their entire life. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It builds character. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, Justin Bieber's not exactly a great role model. <laughs> 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 a little dickhead. <laughs> uh, yeah. He needs to be spanked. <laughs> I think he's old now, though. Yeah, he's, he's like old enough to like like being spanked. So like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Do you guys uh maybe have kind of like that one band that brought you away from the top forty mainstream type of music? Like mine was ACDC. I remember getting my first ACDC CD. 
and like I listen yes. to the shit out of that CD, and that's like I can't listen to ACDC anymore because I listen to ACDC so much. <laughs> but like that's li- like got what got me away from the mainstream top forty stuff, and that's what made mm-hmm. me start exploring, you know, Pink Floyd, and yeah. it was a rabbit hole, obviously. But <laughs> do you guys have a band like that you can think of that was that for you? Uh, Metallica, for sure. My stepdad had all these fucking fantastic CDs. And I was just like derping around, and I saw the Master of Puppets CD cover, and I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was just like totally blown away. I was like, "Holy shit, this exists!" <laughs> My mom was super into country growing up, and like to this day, I'll go into a department store and know the words to some random country song that my brain doesn't even it's just it's burnt in there. But yes, Metallica, my stepdad. I can't thank him enough for changing my life <laughs> I don't know I think like the headstones because Paul like, I don't know it's like probably the first thing my parents were very uh, protective of me growing up so I was only allowed to watch Full House for quite a while <laughs> I was allowed to watch The Simpsons <laughs> until my parents got divorced and I started going back to public school and I was like allowed to listen to grown-up things. <laughs> so yeah, I think the Headstones, Twitter and the Monkey Man was probably the first, like, yeah, you know. Great song. Yeah. Yeah. I always used to play the Durango for us. Yeah. <laughs> actually, for me, I think it was, it was actually a cassette of Pink Floyd. My, I found it at my friend's place and I just played it over and over and over again. And I think I had that and like Madonna. That was my teacher. <laughs> and that was my childhood. <laughs> it's pretty weird, but I don't know, it's a childhood. <laughs> it's an interesting combo, I think. Uh, I was pretty sheltered too and raised in um, rural Minnesota for most of my life. And uh, so I was yeah, it's pretty late to the game, but my game changers a little bit more gentle, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Weezer, and Radiohead. And I discovered them, and it was there was just no going back after that. So I had this list that I would write in my room. And my parents have changed a lot. They're not like this anymore. And I would write all these songs I'd hear on, like, the alt-rock radio station that I loved. And then I would go to Napster, and I'd download them. <laughs> and my mom, she found my list, and she was so upset. She was like, what's wrong with the Christian rock and the DC talk that we bought you? And it took... She was so upset, and now she now she loves it. So. <laughs> now she's our biggest fan. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> I like just listening to everybody's answers. It's like, what kind of childhood did I have? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm normal. It's cool. <laughs> Give me the very unique butterfly that you are, Terry. <laughs> um, so, just since you brought up Napster. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was so much. Right. Napster was a cool thing. Yeah. Like, LimeWire, uh, I miss being able to download just single songs and mm-hmm. anyway, sorry. Mm-hmm. What what how how do you feel I guess towards pirating music now that you're making music and stuff? 
Has it changed? Do you, do you just want people to listen to what you're making? Or? You can't control it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I'm not the moral compass for the rest of the fucking world. <laughs> I just know that, like, you... I mean, it's obviously changed a little bit, but you cannot stop people from doing things. And my opinion of it is totally irrelevant. What we have to do is figure out how we want to put our music out, how we want to get it out to people, and just know that no matter what avenues we choose, somebody's going to make it available in another way. And maybe it's because we're kind of small. It might be slightly flattering if somebody put one of our songs <laughs> yeah. on the Pirate Bay. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, shit! <laughs> that's, like, that's a big step, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's my IP address. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was in this other band and we kept getting pirated by people in Russia and all these people from Russia would message us on Facebook being like, guys, when are you going to come tour here? Like, like, what do you think? How big do you think we are? Like, so it was kind of flattering. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it also... Depends on your livelihood. I don't know. I'm torn. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the direction that the world is going. You've got yeah. Airbnb, you've got Uber, you've got the car to go. Um, like uh, collaboration and sharing mm -hmm. has become the way that we're headed. So, mm -hmm. you know, like Caitlin said, we gotta look at how do we make money. Well, we're not gonna make money. Like you get 0.08 cents on Spotify per spin. Yeah. yeah. You're not gonna make money on Spotify. You know, um, you know, so that's part of what we do for business. Like, hey, buy your own on iTunes because it puts another liter of gas in our car. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, and I mean, someone might find something on Pirate Bay and then really dig it, and then maybe they'll go buy the album. Because I know, like, even though I have friends that have an album that I love, rather than getting it from them, I might go out and buy it because if I have a few extra dollars that month, then I'll support a band, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's like Terry said, we're not going to be the moral compass of the world, but we, each person kind of does their own thing yeah. it's just I, the way I think for every one person that's going to sit and stream your album on Spotify there's another person that's going to go out and buy it on yeah. iTunes mm -hmm. or Bandcamp yeah. Mm -hmm. so yeah I think it's just it's important to not be bitter about it I think yeah, and to find right. a way to really to just kind of reinvent how it happens like it's been happening for so long in, in such a specific way that now musicians, musicians are just like oh there's no hope and we should just give everything away and move into the woods and that's like that's bullshit we just have to like we just have to adapt mm -hmm. and do differently mm -hmm. and better get creative yeah. yeah I would definitely agree with what you have said <laughs> and honestly though uh once i started producing content mm -hmm. in general i like my like i used to pirate music all the time but now i am more willing to you know be like hey here's 10 bucks or whatever that's totally worth it just just to support the local band it's not even that like i can probably get it for free mm -hmm. or like even they have given it to me for free but like Hey, here's 10 bucks. I like what you're doing, you know? Well, I think educating the people that are listening to our music, like like I said, like you buy an album, it puts a liter of gas in the car. Yeah. Or, you know, sharing in... Like it buys us tacos. It buys us tacos. That is very important. Yeah. Tacos fuel rock and roll. You think about a band, Pack AD is a great example, where we saw them rise to this level of um, success that they're at now, and we're invested in them as they continue to grow. So I'm way more likely to buy a Pack AD album than I am to buy, a, you know, maybe another album, because, like, I want to see them. 
So you like, want to nurture their success. You want to participate in that success. Yeah. Oh. And hoping that people want to help us. And we've seen that. People have yeah. participated in, you know, what we've put out and what we're doing. Yeah. Like our album now, we don't have a set price. We're like, pay what you can, pay what you want. Mm-hmm. And it's great to see, like, how many people are supportive of that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes you get a People lot more than you're expecting. Yeah. 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 Don't tell people how much they can support you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that being said, if someone's got a toonie and they're broke, but they want the album, like, we're not going to be upset. I really have it not. Yeah. 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 You know. Well, like, Sliding scale. <laughs> yeah. Like, at the end of the day, you want people to just be, like, listening to what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's cool if they give you money, but... Just it reaching cool. people. Yeah, exactly. it's really cool. I've had people give me money and it still blows me away. Like, right? <laughs> I, mean, I get like, because I have a donation system for the podcast, I get like seven bucks a month and that's like, oh my God, I'm getting seven dollars <laughs> from people. Holy crap. That's awesome. <laughs> but it's a sign. I mean, that's why like monetarily, it's not as important as like the, what it is, the symbol. Yeah, of exactly. Yeah. I feel just like completely blessed that those people believe enough in me to give me money. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's mind blowing. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, I think as soon as you start expecting things from the world, that's when really, that's when things go to shit. Yeah. <laughs> we don't expect any money for the album. Someone hands us a 50, right? Like, um, Which somebody did at the release. Yeah, 80. And it was just like, it was amazing. Like, it just like, it makes your little heart grow a size. <laughs> And he's like, I'm going to go take out more money to buy a t-shirt. We're like, no, like, you've paid enough. <laughs> you have one. He's like, no. I'm going to go take out more money. We're like, no, no, no. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Yeah. It warms, warms my heart. <laughs> a little awesome. bit. Just a bit. And I'm a ginger. So that's a lot. <laughs> I mean, it's stuff like that that like you know, kind of keeps you going a little bit, I guess. Because I'm sure you have those days where you're just like, "Why are we doing this?" Like, blah. I don't know if you have those days, but <laughs> not really so much lately. Yeah. I think because we've got all these things in place, we've yeah. got this vision that we're all invested in, and we've got our own individual contributions to it, and we've got this. So when we're feeling like, you know, you get home from a long ass day at work and we've got to head to jam, it's like very few and far between is it feel like a burden. And when it does, we just focus on what we've got going on. And like, it's so rad hanging out with these bitches. Like, I love it. Like, Cammy, <laughs> <laughs> your mom's going to listen. <laughs> oh, God, I swore so much. I'm so sorry, Mrs. Amstutz. <laughs> and you had the shroom story. Oh, no. <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, because it's a riot and because we love it. And, it, like, it's not like we're in this to just... Like, it's weird because being successful in music is one of the only times where you can be punished for being successful at something. It's like it's almost frowned upon to make money as a musician. And that's fucked up. But secondary, it's like that's we're like, sure, we would like to be able to tour and and travel and have great experiences and, and our own personal successes within this band. But nobody is burning themselves out trying to make this a financial success. And it's it just it makes everything much more calm, much more enjoyable, 
much more something that you do want to show up to after a long ass bullshit day at work because it refills you. It doesn't drain you. <laughs> Unless you're on tour. <laughs> yeah. So do you guys kind of use like music as a therapy, I guess? Yeah. Everybody kind of, does. Know, everybody, yeah. Yeah. So, like, everybody I have asked that question is like, duh. <laughs> no. Like, I do it too, so I put down music. So I was looking for a band that I could really jive with that I could actually like be invested in. And um, I couldn't find anything. And literally, the day or two before Caitlin messaged me, I told one of my coworkers, like, you know what? I'm just, I've got to be uh, audience. I've got to be in the crowd for the next little while because nothing's coming up. And so that's what I said. And I hadn't played for quite some time. And then after this, it was after the first jam. And it was like, how did I go without it for so long? It's like that missing piece and like the stress that just came off in my personal life and my work life. It's just like, it affects everything mm -hmm. yeah so that's my personal i i need music i will never not need music yeah yeah i i agree with you i'm sure most musicians yeah. do <laughs> like it's just like such you get so much out through music it's it's interesting that how you can mm -hmm. express such emotion using sounds mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cats and music. Are yeah, fun. I don't know. Like, why do you think they play music for people who are in comas? They play their favorite yeah. their favorite music for them. Yeah, you know, when people are sick in the hospital and it's like their last their last moments, their family brings in like their favorite music and stuff that just like reconnects them to what makes them feel good. It's it's in everybody, and just because some people want to get out and play it it doesn't mean that it means less for anybody else yeah. it's like fucking a million percent universal oh totally mm -hmm. this cat is so slayer <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah he's pretty adorable <laughs> like you guys only get to see his adorableness he's actually pretty he's a big asshole <laughs> well, he's killing it tonight yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's because people are around, but yeah. like, when it's just me and him, he'll go back to knocking random things off the shelf while I'm sleeping. One of our cats fell off our dresser in the bedroom last night and fell into a pile of boxes. <laughs> like, we woke up and all we heard was like shuffling and struggling and scratching. I'm pretty sure it was machete. I don't know. <laughs> cats. Yeah. Yeah. We have two cats and... I've woken up to some really strange noises in the middle of the night. <laughs> like, <laughs> you go down and I'm yeah. like, what are you guys doing? It's just, stop. Like, yeah. <laughs> not doing anything. Don't worry about it. Just tell your joke. The ham sandwich joke? Yeah. Did I forget? No, I remember it. Okay, you wait. Know. So a ham sandwich walks into the bar and ask the bartender for a drink and the bartender says we don't serve food here did it did I get it right <laughs> yeah you nailed so it. Terry really likes bad dad jokes oh, it's my life <laughs> so yeah so that's why uh, <laughs> okay um how did Napoleon die how he was blown apart oh, <laughs> that was awesome <laughs> Terry can use that one now. She's putting these in her back pocket for later. <laughs>
What do you call a Dothraki riding a squid? <laughs> Cal Amari. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> That's pretty rad. You can take yeah, it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can have the Napoleon one. <laughs> <laughs> See collaboration, sharing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, speaking of collaboration, would you guys ever consider collaborating with anybody? Or have you, Ethan? I had a really drunk guy at a party and offered <laughs> to come, I think his exact words were, spit rhymes on our tracks. <laughs> Which is so far from what we are. But are you shitting me? Where was I? It's our company Christmas party. That's awesome. Uh, he's, he's really nice. He's, yeah. I learned a lot of drinking that night. <laughs> I can't speak for the rest. We've never really talked about it, but I think of the right thing approach to the right time with the right feel. I mean, <coughs> I, I don't think it would be a no, but I think it would have to be right. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to do like a split maybe. Cause oh, that'd be sweet. Final mm-hmm. is expensive and if you've got cool. two bands going in on it, then that's really yeah, that'd be pretty killer. Yeah. But. So yes, for sure. <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Probably won't be any spit and rhyme soon, though. No. <laughs> we were talking about maybe no covering Limp Biscuit. So. <laughs> we could throw that. Out. I'm, uh, I'm open. <laughs> but Terry, ha- or but Tammy has to sing it though. I don't know. It's a group effort. Or, uh, rapping, whatever. The- <laughs> oh. Sorry, I was just thinking of like this Kid Cudi song. I forget what the name of the song is, though. The one that he's, like, known for. I could sing it for you. I just <laughs> no, sing it. Sing it. Sing it. <laughs> right. uh, crush a bit, little bit, roll it up, take a hit, feeling lit, feeling like oh, yeah. 2 a.m. Sunday night. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Hands on the wheel. <laughs> Driving drunk, I'm doing my thing. Like, I know how party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except we do not endorse drunk driving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what does 2017 hold for you guys? Plans, goals? We've talked about it a little bit already. Tacos. Yeah. Tacos. Yeah. You gotta yeah. have tacos. <laughs> We're gonna be recording a new single soon. Yeah. Oh yeah. In like a month. Yeah. February 11th, we're going back into the Sound Priory with Kirill Telechev. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to do Jack the Lad. We didn't put it on the last EP. We wanted to save it. Have a have a nice song for your summer boozing and general shenanigans. We've got some ideas starting to formulate for a video. Not a specific timeline for it, but would love to get a video oh. out this year. Mm-hmm. Email us with your video ideas. Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All hands on Jane at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hopefully getting into some festivals. We've got some fun stuff. I don't know if we can talk about some of it yet, but there's a, a couple fun things coming up and uh, ride that wave into the fall. And yeah. yeah, I don't know that we've planned much past the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly just getting the single out and actually doing an adult video. We do not have an actual music video, which is messed up. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to fix that. <laughs> we're just going to apply to a bunch of festivals, write some grants. Yeah. People yeah. will give us money. 
so we can make better videos yeah. and buy more tacos. Oh my god. I want to live this life. All the tacos. <laughs> Neither Taco Time nor Taco Bell want to sponsor us. Mo money, mo tacos. Can we start like a hashtag tacos for jeans? Tacos for jeans. Oh my god. Like, We'd have you, to get a P.O. box. Have you approached Taco Time or Taco Bell? I'm sure they Just on down. Twitter. Yeah. We should write them a letter, though. We should. No, no, if, if get on that. Oh, do we have letterhead? We, we should do that. Some. That's a great idea. Tammy, get on it. <laughs> you're the graphic designer here, Tess. Well, you're the HR. You know how to do this. Oh, thing. you started some shit. <laughs> we are coming for you. <laughs> I didn't even go for mucho burrito. Oh, oh yeah. Just any kind of Mexican food. Yeah. I wish there was one closer to my house. Yeah. I have one yeah. three blocks away, but... Fuck you, Tammy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's pathetic, though, is I still order it on Skip the Dishes. <laughs> Who doesn't love that website? That was like, fucking stressful. Drives and shows you. Skip the so Dishes nice. is the greatest. Yeah. Oh Skip God. the Dishes, like just nothing eat. nothing that delivers to Cranston. <laughs> Actually, no, that's... Skip the Dishes is way better than just eat for Cranston. <laughs> Will it deliver there? Yeah. Well, like, for very expensive. Stuff. Yeah, it's like... It's not too bad, I guess. I don't know. I'm cheap. <laughs> well, you like, shouldn't live in the for far five south. dollars. I could drive there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's always like the the dilemma of skip the dishes. You're looking at it and you're like, five dollar delivery fee. Oh, Ooh. How do I want this enchilada? Outside, yeah. you're like, uh, what is our time worth at the end of the day? Yeah. My time is worth three ninety nine. Is it ever like, for instance, when you're ordering from like a restaurant, which is pretty much all that delivers to Cranston? we want to get chicken parm or something, how good is that going to keep in the drive? You know, like, it's going to get soggy. Is it still going to be as good? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> These are sweet as questions. Yeah. yeah. It's not like a pizza. pizza what is, pizza. though? Yeah. Pizza. <laughs> it's really hard to screw up pizza. What's your favorite kind of pizza? Uh, Chicago deep dish is pretty good. Oh, what do you get on I it? I love Chicago deep dish. Uh, the crust. Usually just everything. Yeah. They have like an everything one that's pretty mm. good. It's all the all the things. Yeah. But uh, email us with your favorite kind of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Our email box is going to be inundated. <laughs> I'm flattered that you think like that many pizzas. <laughs> It's going to be all my mom. He <laughs> swore again. I was watching Demolition Man, and they have the, the fucking language violation tickets that print out whenever you swear. Oh, man, we'd be in trouble. Oh have you ever seen that movie? I it's Do good. yourself a favor. Yeah, it's great. I'm going to have great. to... Have you not seen it? No. It's from the 90s. It's got Sylvester Stallone in it, Sandra Bullock, Wesley Snipes, (laughs) Simon Phoenix. It's good. Give it it a chance. Yeah. 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 Let us know how it is. (laughs) I'm curious to know what you think. I'm going to get that. <laughs> I can only see it being great. I mean, Sylvester Stallone, come on. Like, what a gem that guy. I'll be honest, though, Sandra Bullock 1 million percent makes the movie. Yeah. She is so stoked to be there. It's like, yeah, seriously, watch it. 
Nice. Email me. <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll like, give you an in-depth review. <laughs> Sorry, <Dad. laughs> uh, So this is a question that I like to just kind of ask everybody, but do you have any advice for people maybe just starting out in music? Like starting out wanting to be in a band? In a band or, or just starting to play, just, just general like, advice. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Keep playing. Don't quit. Yeah. Keep going. Don't be afraid to do it in front of other people. Like, if you don't put yourself out there once, then you can't have all the good things happen. If you just play in your living room, nobody will know that you're playing. Give it a chance. And if you don't mesh with the first person, fuck them. There's, <laughs> there's other people that are going to want to do the same things that you're doing, and they'll make you feel like you finally found this, this niche. And But you have to put yourself out there at least once to find those people. Don't stay at home. <laughs> yeah. And practice, 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 practice. Yeah. Especially at the beginning. Yeah. 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 For the rest <laughs> of your life, but especially at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And even if you don't think you're ready, still go play a show. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. We weren't ready for our first show. Oh, yeah. We had no fucking idea what we were doing. I don't think anybody's truly ready for their first yeah. show. They're just like, yeah, no, I can do this. I got this. No problem. Yeah. And they get up there like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's nerve-wracking, right? Yeah. But you just gotta you gotta go out there and not give a shit what other people think of what you're doing, because that's gonna just it's gonna alleviate what you're putting out there, and then people will just see that you're not you're you're putting your truest self out there, and that will make the people who it will just make them come to you. The the less you give a shit the more people are interested in how you're doing this without giving a shit. <laughs> yeah, and, like, not giving a shit and staying humble. Like, you know yeah. what? No matter how good you are, somebody's going to be better and nicer. A million nicer, percent. So. <laughs> a million percent. Yeah. Don't give a shit. Do your stuff. Nobody's going to be as good as what you're doing as you are. Yeah. As long as you're doing what Do you're you? best at. Yeah. I mean, especially when we started, literally we had no fucking idea. No fucking idea. <laughs> and people were actually really kind to us, and nobody shit on us. Like, the first few yeah. shows we played were at Vern's, and I always take every chance to say how important to the Calgary music scene Vern's is. He gives every band a beginning, and mm -hmm. it's, like, we... I don't know who the fuck else would have had us out to play, honestly. Yeah. But yeah. it gave us that experience, and it helped us to be like, okay, this isn't so fucking bad. <laughs> we can keep doing this. This is actually the funnest time of my fucking life. Yeah, we've never had garbage thrown at us, so I think that's... Oh, uh, yeah, man. That's solid. Because <laughs> I've heard horror stories, so... <laughs> Did somebody throw red panties? No, you threw Ooh. red panties. No, Amber threw... I've red had red panties thrown yeah, at me, yes, and that was yeah. great. I heard a panty thrown at me. What the hell show were you guys playing? That was... That was first weekend at Fernie's. Really? Yeah. yeah. And also, I, well, I was thinking about when we did that high school battle bands, but yeah, also at first. <laughs> I think they were all Amber. Yeah, both times. Yeah. From so. high school into adulthood. Supporting us. Amber has panties. always been there. Ladies, we will take your, your panties. <laughs> I felt so creepy saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Bras, no jock straps. No. 
Is that a hard no? (laughs) (laughs) I'll take jock straps. Just throw everything at the drummer. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) We like enthusiasm. It's good. It's gonna get hooked on my bass on the way to your drums. So as long as your glasses you. don't get taken off, we're good. Five <laughs> 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 We were playing the show at Broken City, and it's we were tight into each other, <laughs> and I was just like flailing out a little bit. And Terry always plays with her eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> just, she had no idea my head was right next to her. I fucking smashed her in the face and knocked her glasses right off. <laughs> she just fucking kept going. Like a total pro. <laughs> well, they were falling off. I couldn't get them back on because they'd fallen off one of my ears. And I think I, like, whipped them behind the drum kit. <laughs> yeah. I'll make you a glasses strap. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> one time when we were jamming, speaking of glasses flying no. off, and Tess hooked her drumstick into her glasses and flung them. And we spent, like, 20 minutes. Like, I mean, they're clear, and it was dark, so we <laughs> couldn't find them. Look at them. Like, imagine looking for those. It's a dark jam room. Trying to convince her that she maybe didn't wear them. Like, I was very angry because I'm blind. <laughs> we were just pissing ourselves, being like, are you sure you wore them? I even remember. Apparently, I'm pretty humorous when I'm angry. And, uh, <laughs> but that's when I invented the glasses strap. And now they stay on my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a little Garth yeah. strap. It's really ingenious, actually. It's a good idea. The struggle is real. Yeah. Now you just need to hook yours on your theremin. Pole. I don't even wear mine when we play. I'm like, She's I don't want to see anyone. <laughs> She's partially blind. I'm not wearing it. It's like I'm really drunk. <laughs> Settles and hurts. Uh, I actually had a concert one time. It was a metal show, but I went to like go and like lift my hand up. And my finger caught on my glasses, and I ended up just chucking them forward. <laughs> and I was just like, Into well, the crowd? Into the crowd, oh, right, no. like, right into the crowd. I was like, well, there go my glasses. Yeah. I got them back. <gasps> no. What? No I got shit. them back, yeah. That's somebody put them up and turned broken. them in. No, like, somebody who just, like, was holding them up. I was oh. like, oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> so remember, like, in pits when people would lose things, you just hold them up, people would grab them. Shanice and I did this at this all ages punk show back in the day, and someone grabbed the shoe out of our hands and whipped it at the drummer. Oh no! That's the shittiest thing to do. It was really hilarious. I mean, it was awful. It was awful, but also funny because you're just trying to help someone out, and some asshole takes it and just some asshole just ruins it. And everyone just sees you holding the shoe. I actually, I, I, I was at a show where the band actually stopped the show for a moment and was like, you guys need to stop throwing shoes at us. <laughs> I know you're excited. But <laughs> I'm so excited, I just gotta throw my shoe. Like, <laughs> if one more shoe comes up here, I'm gonna throw this beer bottle into the yeah. crowd. <laughs> Have you uh, listened to My Dad Wrote a Porno? What? <laughs> oh, it's great. So this, it's this podcast, um, I think from England, 
and this guy, his dad writes an erotic novella, and so they read a chapter every week, and they just, like, critique it, and it's <laughs> hilarious. And they have these, like, proper British accents, so it's, it's great. Yeah. I, where do I find this? Um, I don't know. I downloaded a thing so I could listen to it. I, like, just started getting into podcasts, like, late last year. The universe is amazing. See yeah. you, other people, just putting it out there for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, have you ever watched our beer slap video? Yeah. It's fucking excellent. Oh, we have to show. Tammy, I still owe you one. But uh, yeah, her pull it up. No, it's fantastic. You uh, you uh, fill your mouth with beer, and then you let somebody slap you as hard as they can. You try not to spit the beer out. So you have to film it in slow motion. Yeah. I recommend it at your next party. <laughs> Big hit. <laughs> Are you trying to find it? What month was this? Uh, we did our last album February, fundraiser at March, Burns in March. August, and uh, we auctioned off a bunch of weird shit, and one of them was to pie test in the face. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. So we got another little video of that. Oh, the pieing. Yeah, the pieing. Oh, it was fantastic. We The Ashley 100 was closing out the night. And then in the middle of their set, they were gracious enough to stop and let us put a tarp up over the drum set so that somebody could just smash Tess in Which the face. they paid me. It was my boyfriend actually paid $200 something, <laughs> something to pie me in the face. To yeah. pie her in the face, yeah. Well, I found that one, but... Oh, you found the other one? Okay. That oh, I got the volume on? The volume has to be on for it. Okay. <laughs> just scroll down then back up. If you want to see this video at home, you can go to our Instagram. And look for uh, Tammy's face in a. Anyway, Tammy's next. So we're in the studio, February 11th. <laughs> there was I'm getting also... the pie ready, but it's just very slow. It's extremely slow motion. Um, anyway, we're fun. <laughs> we're fun. Come find us on the internet. <laughs> Okay, wait, sorry, it's really slow. Keep talking and I will just randomly put this in your Okay, face. also, Caitlin's allergic to bananas, <laughs> which happened to share a protein with um, latex. So when we were in Vancouver two times ago, mm-hmm. we got given just handfuls. <laughs> I fell into the drum set, you can see here. <laughs> and then... Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to recover here. <laughs> I love how he realizes how much he fucked you up, and then he tries to help you. He grabs my hand. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I crushed her. She's so weak. That pie tasted so good. <laughs> it was worth it. But I did get a bit of uh, whiplash in my neck from mm-hmm. the pie <laughs> the next day. Well, the first pie we bought was banana cream. Oh, As yeah. I mentioned, Caitlin's allergic. <laughs> yep. Bananas and latex. Yeah. So. Oh, so Tess and I tried to fit both our fists in a condom in the back of the car <laughs> on the way back from Vancouver. <laughs> and then Caitlin ended up sitting in the back seat. And uh-huh. <laughs> We're assholes. <laughs> Always had to stop at an emergency room in Golden. Is there one? <laughs> no, I just woke up the next day and my face is so swollen. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> just got a message in the band chat. Like, guys, no one playing with condoms. <laughs> like, I went to work and I looked like I don't know what I look like. <laughs> a little puppy. A monster. 
<laughs> one side of my face where I passed out. <laughs> Still sorry. <laughs> like, no more condoms in the car. <laughs> it was for science. <laughs> we needed to know. <laughs> Both of our friends. you could fit two fists. <laughs> Good news is you can. <laughs> you can fit like your head in the condom. You just have to stretch it good enough. <laughs> Don't do okay. that or you look like the elephant man. <laughs> so I heard this really funny story the other day and I just like the analogy, so I'm gonna share it. Um, this girl at work, I won't say which work, song is about her friend who went on this like date or whatever and the guy stopped to pick up condoms near magnums. And she's like, that's like a bold move to do before her campus for the first time. And she's like, yeah, it was weird. She's like, it was like watching a 90s kid in his uh, echo jeans. <laughs> that's so shitty. Or wait, was it echo? Or what were they called? Were the, I don't know. The ones with the J. What were the baggy ass? Oh. J and C O? No. Jenko? Yeah. I don't know. I remember those baggy jeans. Yeah, but I like, it's a great analogy. It's huh? fucking jeans. The 90s. <laughs> oh, man. Good story, Caitlin. <laughs> I thought I'd remember it. <laughs> the analogy was just so good. <laughs> Sorry. Now you're picturing it, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. I'm cool. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> Is there anything like else you guys want? <laughs> We've covered a lot of ground. <laughs> yeah, this has been a good chat. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks for uh, letting us um, just make assholes of ourselves. <laughs> That's what I do. I give people that opportunity. <laughs> the asshole facilitator. Yeah. That sounds dirty. <laughs> Remember I was talking about day jobs? <laughs> Usually what I do is I uh, include like recent work at the end of the podcast. So like a recent, like obviously a recent EP or whatever. Cool. I would like to, is that all right? Yeah, that would be awesome. awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Cool. Did you guys want to just like say a couple words about it? Kind of like lead into it, I guess. Okay. <laughs> But is it still recording? This oh, yeah, is the new it. upcoming <laughs> single from All Hands on Jane. <laughs> you got this, Tara. Let's <laughs> 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 do it. Please lead, lead us in, Tam. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I used it all up. I'm all up. <laughs> Does anyone have a good radio voice? Someone I don't know, do you? Try, pretend, make up you have a radio voice. You, you got this. Say, 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 you know what I need to say is, um, this is the all new All Hands on Jane single, Whiskey in the Winter. But say it really excited. And like oh. cheesy. Really excited and cheesy. <laughs> Guys, I can't do that. <laughs> can't Terry you, is good at this. No. Okay. You got this. Check out our new single, Whiskey in the Winter, by All Hands on Jane. Up next. <laughs> that made no sense. Someone else do this. No, it was really good. You just need to be like... More excited? Yeah. No, no, someone else is doing this now. Pretend you just lost your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Kidding, I love you. I'm sorry. Stop picking on you. You want me to go in a high-pitched, angry voice? No. <laughs> Do it in the fishman. No. <gasps> no. That's quite alright. Are you sure? I can do a chicken noise. Yeah, do the chicken noise and then. Can you do a chicken voice noise? No. Okay. I can only clock. <laughs> Don't be a chicken. Keep listening to hear Whiskey in the Winter from the Sorry I Set You on Fire album from All Hands on Jane. <laughs>
If you liked this episode of the podcast, why not leave a review? You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. For up-to-date information on the podcast, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us at Froggy Style Productions. That's Frog, the letter E, Style Productions. For more ways to support the show, visit fsproductions.ca. There, you can visit our online store. We sell t-shirts, stickers, and posters. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.